Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. We need to stop getting all of our funny things out before the show even starts. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, we're rolling. <laughs> oh, man. It feels weird sitting back doing this. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You wanna go back? You gotta move back. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you wanna tell me you gotta move back in there? Like that, go back. Kick it. Like that, kick tight. Like that. All right. Let's ride. Okay. All right. All right. Serious business. <laughs> and welcome everyone back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host Jared Bachman Stubbs, and joining me as always is the one and only the co-host with the co-most <laughs> Spencer Simpson. <laughs> I don't know if we should keep that. I mean, I said we should try it just once for the shiggles, but I don't know. About I don't that. know. Let's we'll take a couple stabs. At it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what, what comes. We'll see naturally. if it sticks. You spelled McAvoy wrong. I know I did. I just typed it in real quick to get it. You typed McAvoy. McAvoy? James McAvoy? I'll fix that. It's my new favorite actor, James McAvoy. Um, What are we on? This is episode 14? Yeah, episode 14. 14. Wow. I started on what? Episode 3? 3 or 4. Jeez. Yeah, you're you're putting in work, man. You're putting in work. I'm becoming an OG. You are. I never thought I'd hear myself say that. No, me either. Not until my grandkids said no. that. No. <laughs> if OG is still a thing, then. I'm sure it will be. That kind of thing stays in the dialectic yeah, for a while. Probably. Ooh, that was a rough uh, one. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. We're using the same damn metal table <laughs> as last week. <laughs> okay. And I am still klutzy. All right. I bump into things. Well, before you... Uh, Ear rape our listeners again. Sorry, Spencer. How was your week, buddy? My week was a was a mixture of fabulous and awful. Um, mostly because it, it was mostly awful because I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm really tired. I work at a, a French Indian War Fort near my house, and at this time of year, we have elementary school groups coming in. Like every single day, every weekday, we've got school groups coming in. Let me tell you, those kids are a handful. Trying to corral a group of third graders is taxing. Yeah, shall we say. Yeah, it's just oh man, it's so tiring. Look, man, when they when they get out of line and they start acting a fool, just take just, out that fucking sword, not, man. Yeah, just take true. that fucking sword I mean, out. I was in full regalia today. Yeah. Yeah, I was teaching them. You look the, good. The, the costume looks gym. really good. Yeah, I've been, meaning, I've been meaning to post something on my. Probably by the time this video goes up, I'll have posted a couple pictures on my, on my Spence Man cosplays Insta. Yeah, put it up there. Just so so that our loyal 
listeners can hear. Yeah. I mean, see. See. You also called this a video. Did I? Yeah, you said when this video goes up. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Like I said. Like, <laughs> You're on like a fucking said, roll, bro. I'm drained. <laughs> I, I spent probably five hours today outdoors in the heat and the humidity in long sleeve, 100% wool, doing... You know, rifle no and, dice, rifle and drill no dice. instructions with a bunch of third graders. So, needless to say, I'm I'm rather pooped. But why would you I'm even bring a third out. grader to Fort Ligonier? They don't fucking understand anything that's going on. You'd be surprised. I feel like they're just like, hey, that guy's wearing a dress, and then they check out after that. Well, that you know, that's what we would call a teaching moment. You know, I understand that's a teaching moment, but like, I got pretty good no, at it. Okay, by the but like most ki- most kids our grade. Still don't understand that the French and Indian War doesn't our age don't understand that like the French and Indian War doesn't mean the French and the Indian fought. Well, you know, so that's what I'm saying. It's like I feel like we're kind of on like, they don't teach French and Indian War in schools anymore. They get maybe like a half a page in a textbook, and that's only to tell you why George started taxing the colonies. Yeah, that's all it is. Is is and that the other George is like, a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> They only use it as like a half page segue into, and this is why the American Revolution happened. We we jump straight from early colonialism to, you know, freaking 1776. It's like, I love that era though. Like, that's probably my favorite. It's so dope, honestly. I think that's probably my favorite era in American history is the, like, right before the revolution, into the revolution, right after the revolution. It's so cool. Like I but just, especially I, the 1750s. Give it a look. Come visit Fort Ligonier if you're close by. Ask for Spencer S. Yes. Because there's a Spencer P. I don't like it. Just Spencer <laughs> I don't. I like very clearly like shook my head no like, and no, forgot this is an audio be, only show. There can't, there, can't, there, can't be, there can't be two Spencers in one place. Honestly, no. it's the first time I've ever been in the same place regularly as another Spencer. And we are still trying to figure out what to call me? Because he's it? you and I were so spoiled leaving elementary school because there was the, there was Mary no another Spencer, Spencer or Jared. Jared or Joel for that yeah matter. he was, was like lucky too one other Joel. But anyway, we were spoiled, man. We were spoiled. This is why last week is like two fucking hours we long. Got, I know this is, you can't let us sit down in the same room. We gotta just for the sake of the length, we have to like record from across town. <laughs> Instead of just driving over. I like this more, though. Anyway, Jared, how is your life? Oh, my life's the same. I'm selling fucking shoes and getting ready to build a costume. You know, I was in the mall last Thursday. You were? After my birthday dinner. Was I working that day? My mom wanted to, like, go shopping for some capris or something. And I almost poked my head up. Here's you want to know what stopped me from coming up to see if you were there, and what? if you weren't there, then taking a picture in the mirror like you always do and for say come get, get shoes. shoes just to piss you off. You what? know what stopped me? What the freaking escalator was out of, out of order. What time were you there? I don't know. Maybe like seven. I think I was long gone. Yeah, because I worked in. The it's like you know how usually when they shut an escalator off, you can still use it like regular stairs. Yeah, they they gutted the whole it. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, the whole thing was repair. So anyway, that is why I didn't come see you. Well, I appreciate the sentiment very much. I remember one time uh, Joel and his mom were in the mall and they walked by and it was, I had, my hair was like long, like it was like hella long. 
Hemalong. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> and they walked by and uh, Mrs. Basinback stuck her head. She didn't even walk into the store the whole way. Joel knew about the hair. She just, from the outside, looked at me and went, What the hell is that? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I can hear it, too. Boys, <laughs> same old, same old. Selling shoes, washing so, so, dishes. Selling right? shoes, dish bitching. Hey, speaking of which. Oh, ooh, also, you, the Schmodown was great. The Team Action it? Civil War. Oh, my God. It was so good. We'll have to watch that. Oh, it's really good. It's it's one of like the best plot lines they've had going for season six. Really? Dude, it's really good. They give like a whole preamble explanation. Next time we're gonna go, you gotta watch the newest one. It's a normal showdown too. It's not like oh, and it's not super freaky. It's not like IG or oh, um, gotcha, Star gotcha. Wars. It's like movie Just regular. Gotcha. Yeah, actually, um, tangents all over the place. Did your mom tell you about the group that came in on Sunday? Yeah, I was. If you were there, I was gonna stay. Like I was, I was gonna get off work about <laughs> two and a half hours before you guys got there, and mom was like. We're not going to stay on the clock. I'm like, no, I'm probably going to get shit-faced at the bar and then wait for Spencer and his uh, <laughs> troop to show. I wasn't actually going to do that. Oh, of course it's not. But, but, um, but last Sunday, I was at an event with my reenactment group. And afterwards, they're like, we should go out to dinner. Where should we go to dinner? And I just kind of casually threw out the idea. Just kind of casually. <laughs> Stop taking pictures of me. <laughs> threw out the idea to go to Geo's. And they were like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Where is it? What kind of food do they have? And I was like, you know, it's familiar, but it's got, like, a twist of originality to it. God, I wish this was a video show. A twist. twist. The gesture. (laughs) It's a twist. I mean, we could always put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. It's a twist. All right. We need to get on the road with this news. (laughs) Let's see now. We We are at this point. Like eight minutes into okay, the video. Okay, that's not too terrible. And we haven't video again. I said, did I say video? Yes, you have. And you never say video. That's hilarious. Do All right. Have, do you have voltage in the fridge back there? I think. Okay, for the sake of this, the rest of this video going reasonably well and me Three. not. That's the third okay. time you said video at this point. I'm going to put okay. your computer still, here. Okay, I'm going to mute for the show notes. But anyway, can you hear me now? <laughs> So, moving right along, we have a trailer for um, Swamp Thing. Um, it's going to be on DC Universe, their streaming service that has Titans on it. Um, Dubak has like a community DC Universe account. Either Chad or TJ owns it, but they let Matt use it for um, reviews for Titans. And I think I'm going to clock in to watch uh, Swamp Thing. I have no interest in watching Titans. You'd think something with Robin in it would be appealing to me. That's what, in the intro, um, the clip where like the guy says, fuck Batman. What? That, that's Robin. And Ty- How have I never heard that in our own intro? How have I yeah, missed it? Like, it's the, I am vengeance, I am the night, I am Batman. Spider-Man with the Empire Strikes Back thing. Have you ever tried shawarma? Gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. Click, click. Fuck Batman. How is that... <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> We're about to get really self-aware. Because I'm going to play a clip from our own show on our own show. Stand by. This is, this is hella meta. But anyway, Swamp Thing 
the trailer looks really excellent. Yeah, it looks like a really fun horror show. You know, my thing, like I've always said, is I like when superhero content crosses genre. Hold on. Right, right. Okay, here. All right. This is last week's episode, I think. It's in the intro. Yeah, just let it play through. Right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? <laughs> How have I never heard that? Oh, okay, there's... One, two, three. Oh my god! And that's Robin. That's Batman says that? No, Robin says that. Okay, I'm sorry, I need another sip of... Fucking... Fucking... Dick Grayson. Because <laughs> the whole show... The whole premise of the show is basically, like... Dick has been around Bruce for too long and he realizes that Bruce is rubbing off on him and he needs to just get away because Bruce is getting a bit too dark for him and he's actively trying to shed his Batman-ness. Uh-huh. Um, every review I've seen for it is that it is a hot fucking mess. What, Titans? Yeah. Jeez. Um, part of me like wants to hate-watch it, but then there's another part of me that's like, I can hate-watch a movie. I do I not have it in me to hate-watch a TV show. It's really hard to... to... Binge, hate hate binge yeah hate binge the whole TV show you, I don't have the endurance for that <laughs> but in any case but Swamp Thing however I'm gonna unironically watch I, okay it's I'm not sure what I had expected before I watched the trailer but the trailer was a lot more thriller-esque yeah than I had anticipated yeah. kind of almost not quite I assumed Stranger going things, in, it was gonna. I assumed going like, in, it was gonna be. It's a like thing. a little bit of a trippy plot, like some weird pseudoscience going on, and then like some some crazy scary moments. Yeah, that's basically Swamp Thing. Like as a, Gilmore's his stories are that. Yeah. Um, it looks dope though. It's only gonna be one season. They basically said from the jump that like they canceled, they like cut production on season two. Mm. So like, season one's gonna be it. Do you um, think that's a writing thing? or? I think that is Warner Brothers realizing that having an entire streaming service dedicated to fucking DC was a little dicey. <laughs> um, I think... <laughs> like, you know, you're gonna have a lot of subscribers. Like, I want... I want to... I keep forgetting to log in because, like, I want to rewatch Batman the Animated Series and shit. But the issue with that is, like, it's not on all game consoles. Uh, and, like, that's 90% of what I watch on is, yeah, like, like I, Xbox... I, yeah, so I that's my only hang up with that, but no, I'm probably gonna you know soldier through for the sake of watching Swamp Thing and give that a shot. It looks like a lot of fun, you know. I like a good horror story, and you know when it's good the horror, occasional jump scare. Yeah, not the usual crap that you make no. me watch. Hey, <laughs> hey, it and hereditary. Speaking speaking of it, when does the next one come out? Is this that November? This, yeah. this fall at the end of this year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. But late yeah. or early? I want to say like mid November. So, like, that's when the first Thanksgiving would be a time that. Definitely. Like, you would still, you would be home for Thanksgiving break to go see it. Nice. As long as I'm not still digesting my stuffed turkey whenever <laughs> I go see it. But yeah, and then uh, moving right along with uh, trailer talk, if you can call it a trailer, uh, we got a very brief glimpse. At uh, Jessica Jones season three, the right. final season of Jessica Jones, um, 
final season because this is the only of the Marvel Netflix shows that did not just finish a season before uh, they started taking heads off at Netflix. Right. Um, so this is the final season by virtue of cancellation. Granted, I think they had enough time, and I think I, I would like to think they saw the writing on the wall so that this won't end on a depressing cliffhanger. Yeah, um, I, I would assume that if the, yeah, they're gonna wrap things up. Yeah, pretty pretty neatly. Uh, have you seen any of Jessica Jones? Only like the pilot, maybe. It's really good. I don't follow many TV shows in comic book world. I it's Jessica Jones is really good. Um, I'm behind on all the Marvel Netflix stuff. I'm like I think I have one episode left in Jessica Jones season three. Because I want to get through them in the order they came out in. It's not like they're going to be putting out this Defender Season 2, but I still feel an obligation to watch it as though it would. Right. Um, so I want to get through that. i got to get through Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then Praise Be Unto Him, Daredevil Season 3. which Praise I Be Unto Him. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, and then... I'm going to talk... Only actual article today? No, we have two articles. Yeah, That's as right. of now, two. Added an, a second one last minute. Yeah, last minute. Um, so, Avengers Endgame box office. Uh, you know, it's a little indie movie that came out recently. <laughs> indie, it, yeah, it, it, okay. it, It's struggling to breathe at the box office right now. <laughs> <laughs> About to be strangled by the likes of Dark Phoenix. Yeah, yeah Dark Phoenix and Booksmart are really putting a hampering on uh, Endgame's box office. Jeez. Uh, so, IGN reports... Uh, this is Matt Perslow. Uh, Avengers Endgame has joined Star Wars The Force Awakens as one of only two films to ever cross the $800 million mark at the U.S. box office. This puts Avengers Endgame over, Endgame's overall U.S. earnings at $803.63 million, putting it in second place on the leaderboard for the domestic U.S. domestic box office. Currently lies behind Star Wars The Force Awakens by $133 million. The other title Avengers Endgame is close is closing in on is that of the highest-grossing film globally, which has belonged to Avatar for almost a decade. Endgame is just $103 million away from Avatar's record, but experts suggest it would take until Labor Day in September to surpass that. Whether Endgame remains in theaters that long remains to be seen, especially with a big summer for film already underway, and a second Marvel film in Spider-Man Far From Home releasing in July. So, a lot of the Avatar box office um, threshold there, it, it's kind of unfair because that movie got re-released and yeah. it's it stayed at the stayed at the theater during like the time that it did because it was like super dead blockbuster wise. Like Avatar yeah, yeah. stayed in theaters forever and then got re-released two years later. So. I don't know. I feel like you gotta. I wish there was there was like better metrics to be like, okay, this is Avatar's re-release money made. This is Avatar's actual theatrical release. Yeah. Um, but it's within striking range of Force Awakens and Avatar now. Like, even though it's probably not going to beat Avatar, just because again, that that happened. It happened just, in such a way that yeah. like made Avatar nigh unbeatable. I do think that's crazy. Like, the fact that Endgame is this close. Like, it's probably going to knock Force Awakens down. Probably. I would I not would, be surprised. I would say so. Even And honestly, it's two different kinds of, of rushes at the box office. Because with The Force Awakens, it was the old fans wanting to see the new stuff. And with 
the Avengers Endgame movie, it was like the consistent fans looking to see the final chapter. Yeah. And both circumstances draw an enormous crowd of of like your your loyal fans. Yeah. And so I would not be at all surprised if Endgame at least meets Force Awakens. Probably even beat. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've been tracking. Avatar's going to be a different story, though. Well, sure. that's the thing. is That's that's Disney's superpower, is, like, eventizing its movies. Yeah. Like, they make a point of, like... They make their know, releases into and, a whole spectacle. Exactly. And, like, even... The, and there is some, like, legitimate truth to the idea of, like, you know... Uh, you know, ooh, the new Star Wars movie. This is a cultural moment you have to be a part of. I mean, it's it's, a, it sort of is. It yeah. is, exactly. This is, a, this is a chapter in pop culture. So... I like I like the eventization of film a lot because I enjoy the spectacle and it makes sure that like the franchises you like are going to make the money it makes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Disney is an evil corporation. They don't need any more fucking money. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that sits. Um, yeah, I can't remember with any other movie besides you know, maybe the Hobbit movies. But for no other movie except the the Disney-owned movies at this point, Marvel movies, yeah, Star Wars movies, the only non-Disney movie that I am excited to be able to tell my kids and grandkids, yeah, I saw that opening weekend in theaters, is The Hobbit. Like, every other movie that I'm ex- like, yeah, I saw that opening yeah. weekend as soon as it was out, and that was super cool. Every other one has been, you know, Cap Civil War. Avengers uh, Infinity War, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. Those are the ones I'm going to be telling my kids yeah. about. Your Uncle Jared was on the front line of the nerd debate. I know, right? <laughs> your your Uncle Jared. cutting edge in the nerd realm. He fought. He, he fought Nobody him. believed him when he said Ray and Kylo were lovers. I still don't, but <laughs> it's besides All right. You want, to, you want to read this? Because I think yeah. the story's fucking hilarious. Just, <laughs> the headline is hilarious because of the immediate <laughs> response so, it invokes. It's so cheeky, you know? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll let it fly here. This is from The Collider. The title is, James McAvoy says, Dark Phoenix ending was reshot due to similarities <laughs> to another superhero movie. <laughs> was the it very the jacket? Ta- the very, was it the fucking jacket, the, maybe? The, the very title... <laughs> Invokes hilarity. Uh, you know? Yeah, because it's fucking last I mean, of, stand of electric course, boogaloo. Of course, of course, it's similar to another superhero movie. Try every other, you know, no, ex, every other X Men uh, yeah. plot. Ex, yeah, fu- except that with the jacket, it's yeah, it's, it's the jacket it's is the Fox is a, Man. It's a metaphor. It's, it's the Fox Man. Like it's like the more modern X Men movies <laughs> plus the Last Stand. The jacket <laughs> is honestly a metaphor because. You know, you can try to put something new in an old jacket, but it's going to look the same. <laughs> you know, you can try to you can try to squeeze Sophie Turner yeah. into that. Even Sansa Stark can't make no, this shit work. You know, you can try to get her into that cute, you know, crimson leather jacket, but it's still going to look exactly like it did on what's her name? Unpronounceable. I can't remember how to say her fucking name. Uh we're talking about last Dan. Okay, so let's let's just for the sake of courtesy to Adam Chitwood, the author of this article. At least, I just want to leave it at the headline, at least, frankly. At least, like, scroll through ourselves to see if there's anything worth saying. Uh, da, da, da. 
Oh, here's just a little, a little uh, bit. So here. Let's he, see what like, happens. I think that's his quote here. Here's yeah, here's yeah. the McAvoy, McAvoy's <laughs> quote here. The end of Dark Phoenix changed a hell of a lot, says McAvoy. The finale had to change. There was a lot of overlap and parallels with the other superhero movie that came out re a while ago. I didn't mess that up. It's like yeah. it came out re dash a while, a while ago. ago, and we had no idea we were dot dot dot. And then, if you watch the video, McAvoy seems primed to say, came out recently before changing course in his response, and he declines to name the movie that was deemed too similar when asked by the interviewer. But the good folks at the playlist did some sleuthing and narrowed it down to Captain Marvel, Thor Ragnarok, and Avengers Infinity War, with Captain Marvel seeming to be the most likely candidate. Well, that makes sense, because the original ending was supposed to happen in space. Right. And then, you know, they – if you have a fight scene and like the – you know, because the fox is uninspired as fuck, um, you know, the way they're going to frame Gene's powers is going to be not dissimilar to Captain Marvel's probably, just plus telekinesis. Yeah, not quite – she doesn't know what she's capable of until – She doesn't know what she's capable very, of and there's going to be like yeah. lots of energy beams. Only difference lots is – Lots of uncontrolled yeah. – displays yeah. of power just to just to push the limits and see what she can do. So if the premise basic premise boils down to bad bitch isolated in a spaceship throwing down with a bunch of other superpowered people. That's that's, that's the ending of Captain Marvel. Marvel. Right there, <laughs> and if and if the end of the movie alternatively ends with a big showdown between everybody that's like, okay, this bitch is crazy and needs to stop, and she's like, unlimited power! And somebody that loves her ends up killing her. Now that... I, I can't... I can't no, no, I can't think of what that would be like. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything quite like that before. Would, would it be a movie that also involved the Dark Phoenix? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it it you it may not roll the credits as soon as her name is said, you know. Oh man! But I just, seems familiar. I can't. Like I know we've made the joke. It's like, it's a tongue. dead joke at this point. Like but we've beat we've beaten this meme to death. We, it's come to the point where the Dark Phoenix if, and the Last Stand are going to be the same goddamn movie. It's it's gotten to the point where if. Dark Phoenix genuinely blows the two of us away. We we will have to, by necessity, retire from this show. Yeah, this show's like, over will, if Dark Phoenix because, is good. Because it's like, if it was just eating our words from one episode, then we can, like, push past that. But that's... We have we would have eaten our words from, like, the last six episodes well, of the That's news. the thing, though. That, like, we know already this is going to be Diet Last Stand. Like you can like again. You can look see at the it story. In the, trailer. the story beats X Men or Charles Xavier and Magneto both want Jean's powers. Charles wants to help to retain them. Magneto wants to use them in the war against humanity. Yes. One of her mentor figures is killed by Jean. This time it's fucking Mystique, and they told us in the goddamn trailer that it's gonna be Mystique. So we don't. So like, I'm not concerned well, for Jennifer Lawrence. To, to be fair, they told us that. That Rhodey was gonna die in the Cap Civil War trailer, but they pulled one over on us. No, by I didn't think he was legs. gonna die. I mean, I I feel like when you show me that in the trailer, either you don't care about them dying, and you want us to go in knowing they're gonna die, or 
you want us to be nervous about it and, and still and get it. and still get scared, but know they're okay. gonna be okay. okay. We see the X Men standing around a fucking grave. Okay, what we hear I... we hear Jean say, "I killed her. I hurt her. She was my friend." And then we see her force push Mystique into a house, and then we see them all standing around a grave in the rain. Fair enough. She's gonna body. Okay. She's gonna body Raven. And this time, Mystique is like the stand-in for Charles, and then probably Cyclops has to kill her at the end of the movie. Probably. Be very careful. We are not I'm going to disclose for what you. just happened. I was really nervous. We will not disclose on air what just occurred, but it was dangerous. <laughs> I can't believe I just watched that happen in front of me. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I just... Again, and I, I say it every week because I don't want to sound like a hater. I don't want this movie to fucking suck. <laughs> I want this I to want, be good. I want to enjoy this. The likelihood this. of that at this point seems very doubtful. I don't. I, I'm, I'm trying so hard to care. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. <laughs> it's to, true. Like, I, I'm like, okay. Like, McAvoy's going to be great. Of course. Fastbender's going to be great. great. Jennifer Lawrence is in it. She she she's in it, and depending on the writing, will either be great or terrible. And how excited she is because, like, you know, um, first class in Days of Future Past. No, Jennifer Lawrence was enjoying herself. Yeah, it's- Apocalypse. Jennifer Lawrence was asleep. She was sleeping through the movie. <laughs> like she, did- Charles. Like she's just fucking checked out. So I don't know. Maybe she's gonna pull a Harrison Ford. And it's going to be like, ooh, yeah, you're going to finally kill me off. Like, yeah. And, like, yeah. be giddy about the fact that she doesn't have to do this anymore. Uh, but, like, even then, I think... Uh, there's a lot there that is just not thrilling. True. Um, not to mention, she's, she's on her decline, too. You could see it with RDJ as well. Honestly, the longer she is in these movies, the less and less effort she demands to be put into her costume... Like, we went from dark blue, oh my complete, God. like, the latex skin suit to a slightly less elaborate dark blue latex skin suit to the point where it's just, like, light blue face paint. And it's lazy and cosplay. Sharp, it's sharp. lazy cosplay. It is. I've seen cosplayers who look better as Mystique at this point than Mystique does. It's And it's the same way, to a lesser extent, arguably, with RDJ, because... His suits went from, like, full body, hard to maneuver in, to, like, some of them CG, to... I think that was like, also the CGI getting better, though. It is. Like, and also, because like, that know, was one of those there's things. escalation for the suit requirement, though. Exactly. If, you, if, if you're... You can't practical effect they the fucking set this bleeding precedent. <laughs> you, Yeah. You... you they, they set this precedent that, like, every time we see Iron Man in a new movie, he's going to have a cooler suit. It's going to do something different. It's going to be cool. Yeah. And it gets to a point where just by necessity, you have to have you have to have some CG in there. Yeah. But, like, I'm pretty sure that for all of it, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, his suit was entirely CG. Well, part, parts of it were practical. Like, he had, like... A chest plate? Like, the chest and shoulders and arms were there. Okay. But, like, below that was, like, a gimp suit. A gimp suit? Yeah, it's a gimp suit. Pulp Fiction? Yeah, this is a Pulp Fiction, you know. Get some crack smoking 
pipe-hitting word I'm not allowed to say. Get medieval on his ass. <laughs> word I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> See, Jared, what? <laughs> no, what, what, what no you know what? This, this, this network know. is in its infancy. I'm trying not to get Dubat canceled. That's true. I'm not PewDiePie. No lawsuits, please. No. I mean, it'll sue us, but people can stop listening, stop buying shirts and shit. Um, can't have it. Can't so. have it. And also, I'm not allowed to say that word, so I'm not going to. So, can moving. Two percent of you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Anyway. Um, anyway. Let's cut back to the actual news. Wait, wait, that was the last thing news. No, it was just on the discussion. So, okay, as I'm sure a lot of you have seen floating around on the interwebs, there's been this batshit insane conversation about putting Deadpool in uh, whatever the third Spider-Man movie will be. Um, Most of the internet has reacted in response saying, what What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) Questioning the sanity of the people suggesting this. You have polar opposites in this in the superhero film well, world. Deadpool and Spider Man, they've done they've phase done... one family film, Spider Man, yeah. and do not I repeat, do not Bring take your, your kids, kids to, to this see movie. this movie with Deadpool. Well and that's the thing, is like you can you can PG thirteen ify Deadpool enough to or to appease everybody. To 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 appease everybody and like show up in ensemble movies. Yeah. And you can and again, because it's Deadpool, you can have a moment where like if he shows up in like Avengers four or five where he says That um, was really bad. It was. I was just gonna pretend nothing happened, but you pointed it out. Sorry, and it's, it's okay. I I wanna apologize to everybody. But like you can have a moment in like Avengers four or five where Deadpool goes, You see, Bob Iger wants this movie to make money, so we can't rate it R and I'm not allowed to say what boop so just remember, if you want to hear me say the F word, come see my movie. Because Bob Iger said I can't say fucking this. Uh, <laughs> you know, like you can just address the fact that Deadpool isn't swearing in this. Yeah, just, just oh hello. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, just like the complete one-sided yeah. telephone call. With, with <laughs> you said audience. oh hello, and I almost, I almost did oh, a one-sided telephone. And call. I am George Saint Geegland. Gil flies on Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> Gil is getting better and better every time you do that voice. I still can't. I still can't do. See, I can't. I can't. It's, it ends up sounding like. <laughs> that guy, that, was, that sounded really Gil flies on though. Like that sounded like him just trailing off like he does in the show. <laughs> I can't. We'll do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you haven't seen Oh Hello. Is it still on Netflix? Oh yeah, if they put it. It was like a Netflix thing. Like they oh, did the, they did the play like, before Netflix, but Netflix was like, "We're gonna pick this up and put, and it, put on. it on." Okay, yeah, check out. Oh hello, uh, it's John Mulaney uh, and Nick Kroll. It's, it's amazing. It's really good. This is CBS. <laughs> if I ever yeah, meet, look, just I know. Look at the audio spike. Like, <laughs> you know what I want to do? If we ever, <laughs> if we ever, if I ever meet Nick Kroll, I want him to do that for. Every show in the network. Like, <laughs> it's this NBC, is... baby! Yeah, no, th- no, for like... Th- uh, in oh, our network. Back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> This is... Hello Heroes, baby! <laughs> this is... Do not just get you, baby! <laughs> I love that. But yeah... Go to my baby! 
We are unworthy of this podcast. No, no, we're not. This is what makes it worthy. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I, I like I said, they've had Spider-Man and Deadpool team up in the comics before. Like, there's a precedent for that. Although, but the only comic I think I've ever read where Deadpool and Spider-Man were on the same page at the same time was Deadpool Deadpool kills kills the the Marvel Marvel Universe. (laughs) So I don't know if that's the. The best thing to go on. Yeah, no, not at all. Oh. And, like, it's... Deadpool's humor is really hit or miss for me. Yeah. I'm either laughing or groaning at Deadpool. And most of the time when it's Deadpool and Spider-Man together, it is Deadpool desperately trying... Or the writers making Deadpool desperately try to be funny. Yeah. And it's, it's the constant Deadpool says a vulgar, stupid, mean crass thing and peter goes wade stop and that's the humor the whole time yeah and i don't think that would work not like, in a movie not even close i don't think it would work i don't think i i do i think deadpool and spider-man sharing screen time together would work in an ensemble movie i think that would be funny but a whole movie where spider-man being the goofy character he is in the MCU, I don't think he can now become Deadpool's straight man. No. <laughs> like, there's... The, the the character is too young. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Is that, like he's, he's still too early into his career to be able to, like, be in the same room as Deadpool, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, not to say anything about Peter Parker as a character in general, because... Ten years from now, absolutely. But like Peter, as a as he's been established so far, kid yeah. that we have seen his char- his as a character in the MCU, he's he's not he's too young. It wouldn't work. But um, but moving on from that, I want to talk about like what ways could they implement the X Men stuff and the Fantastic Four stuff? Yeah, it's a, like I. Where do we even begin? Well, I saw this one thing. I can't remember where it was. And I really liked it. It was the idea that how they talk about in Endgame that Earth became ground zero for like a comical amount of radiation. Oh, right, right, right. Post snap. Post snap. Like Thanos' snap and then the and then like back to back Hulk and Tony's. And the idea that like that sheer amount of energy radiating all in quick succession, like Thanos' snap caused like enough radiation to start the awakening of the X gene. Right. And then Hulk and Tony's back to back, like breakout. That that radiation few like flew throughout the universe and then eventually woke up the X gene in like however many percent of the population right. is a mutant. Um, and then they become a mutant through that. That is fascinating as a concept for that would almost be a seamless transition. Yeah, like you it's between, built in there. Yeah, between Infinity Saga and then the acquisition of the X-Men. It's brilliant. Yeah, actually. And that's I think that's the smartest way to do it because like you have to then because they already have this issue of like trying to differentiate between you're an inhuman you're gifted like you like the power in you woke up you're actually part alien trying to square those two things i think the way uh, the route of having it be there's inhuman there's people who just had dormant superpowers and then there's actual 
mutants. And I think that you can like maybe slowly wane the gifted into the mutant category and be like somehow, some way your X gene woke up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also think that with all the multiverse stuff going on that they're talking about with um, Far From Home and the fact that like they dealt a lot with the multiverse in Endgame, um, they could use that as the reason the uh, Fantastic Four get created. And like instead of going to space, they're like, ooh, we're going to travel to this pocket dimension called the negative zone. And we're going to... Yeah, okay. And like that's how they... I mean, granted, they use the negative zone for their adventure that gets them their powers in Fant 4 stick. But like it's the MCU. I'll let it side because it'll actually make it good. Yeah. Um, oh, that was another thing. Speaking of uh, Fantastic Four, David Harbour, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Yeah. He teased that he would be playing a Fantastic Four character loosely in Black Widow. And a lot of people have latched onto the idea of him playing Ben Grimm. Me being one of them. Well, he's certainly not going to be playing... Like Reed or Reed. Johnny. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> so at least that's for Ben. And yeah, I'm totally I, I don't that. think he'd be an amazing uh, thing. but An amazing thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I really... <laughs> Sounds so unspecific. Yeah, you know, Rock Hulk. But, um, yeah, I just... I love the endless possibilities here and the fact that, like, we're not going to know for several years is maddening. I know. It's, I feel like we're going to be throwing around all kinds yeah. of things on this show between then and now. Well, Bill on Memorial Day, Uncle Bill on Memorial Day, um, he had this cool idea that, like, the way you do Doom is that he's a Sokovian. Ooh. Who, a, yeah, who survives a... all of the mayhem of Age of Ultron. Okay. And comes into power, becomes, you know, through whatever type of Game of Thronesian politics, comes into power, rises above his station... And then from, like, the ashes of Sokovia creates Latveria. And then that's why he's, like, the oligarch that he is and everything. My only beef with that is that they have already used the post-Age of Ultron fallout in Sokovia to breed a villain in the MCU. One that had really no business being in Sokovia. Like, what the heck is Helmet Zemo doing? In Sokovia. That's not even... Well, they say he was just a Sokovian. Like, I... he was in the military there. Like, he just lived there. But, like, that's not even... In, in the comics, he was just full-blooded well, Sokovia German, was in... Sokovia is just a new thing, period. Well, yeah, I know in that. In the MCU. I mean, yeah, but also, like, you can't... Every Marvel... Every, like, Captain America villain can't all be, like, Hydra agents. Well, like, because like, that was a way... Like, all of his villains were all working for Hydra. Like, all of his... It was, like... It was almost like Cobra Command and G.I. Joe, where like, you know, Red Skull would be your Cobra Commander, and then you have, and then you have Baroness and Destro and Storm Shadow. I understand that you got to break the mold at some point and get a Zemo in there that doesn't have Hydra origin, but at the same time, like I'm not. My no, issue I totally isn't understand with that. Zemo I, being like, how, my issue isn't with how they did it. 
It's more so that to do the same thing with Doom and make his origin a result of the Sokovian fallout, it just seems a bit redundant. No, I, I, that, but you also can like take it in a different direction. Where like Zemo was out for blood, Doom is just a product of that kind of upheaval. Where like like Zemo was like, no, I want to destroy the Avengers. Doctor Doom is just, I want to protect my country and have unfettered, unbridled power. So like you have like a different kind of motivation and villain there. And I think that makes him more interesting because of that. And again, you make him work in this universe because the way that the Marvel Universe is so, or the MCU is so expansive at this point, it, you, it, it becomes really hard to square um, like how didn't something like Latveria become an issue until now? You know what if I mean? It didn't exist until now. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like if it like um, like or well, at the very it, least and again that can be one of those like we have a five year time gap between the end of Infinity War and Endgame. So like maybe because of how tightly packed because of how tightly packed Eastern Europe is, like between Sokovia already being a wasteland, the snap wiping out half of the population of already of all of these already incredibly small countries. Victor Von Doom swoops in and just consolidates a huge chunk of Eastern Europe into Latvia. Yeah, you know and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's gonna have to be like some legitimate world building things to obfuscate a whole lot of other world building that came before it, almost in spite of these concepts to get away from them. Listen, I know you're right. Okay, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense in in. In the sense that we already have a basis of Eastern European you know, background. We already have the means of somebody rising to power where they otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity. We have the timeline to do it between all, you know, the, all the time after, I mean, for crying out loud, Ultron was in what, 2015? Yeah. That's a crap ton of time because we're up to now. For him to like start Latveria. Yeah, we're still talking four years from now. It's going to be, what, 2025? Yeah. No. 2024. 2024, about to be 2025. So we're, that's 10 years of background manipulating and consolidating and climbing the yeah. ladder of politics. Like, and like, real world. How sense. many, and like real world, how long has it taken us IRL to clean up our own disasters a lot yeah there's i'm pretty sure i don't know when was the last bulldozer full of rubble taken away from ground zero that's what i was about to say like it's how like long was the cleanup the for 9-11 years yeah when was the last you know like aren't hiroshima and nagasaki like still kind of radioactive like you know yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just, just go away overnight that's what i'm saying is like that i'm pretty sure chernobyl is going to be radioactive in the year 3,000. Yeah. 600. Oh, to the year 3,000. <laughs> I'm really ashamed. Though. That I was... You, you didn't use a beat. I was proud of you. Uh, um, I was thinking it, too. I just was hoping <laughs> that nothing would come of it. <laughs> well, I'm here. Um, but, yeah. That, and I, like I said, I think with all the multiverse stuff, that leaves a lot of doors open for uh, the Fantastic Four to want to do some type of extra-dimensional excavating. Um, 
Also, last we spoke, I could only fan cast half of the four. The David Harbour thing has really stuck with me. Okay. So I'm stuck with Human Torch. Hmm. And when I saw a picture of him blonde, I knew who it has to be. Dalton. Okay, tell me. Zach Efron. You know, that would be great if I didn't just watch the Ted Bundy movie that he's in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm pretty sure, because he's got the... I got, the like, halfway through that. I got, like, like halfway you, okay, through that. I'm not proud that I saw this movie, but did you see Baywatch? No. Did well, you know Logan Paul was in a deleted scene? No. Yeah, Logan Paul got cut out of Baywatch. I wonder why. It was before the whole Japanese oh, Suicide really? Forest thing. Yeah. Wow. But in any case, they just, had this, like, just got this like uh, competition between Zac Efron and The Rock, where they had to do like this bodily strength and endurance obstacle course thing, and it was basically like American Ninja Warrior except all upper body except dude bro, like your feet <laughs> your feet don't touch the ground until you have like gone thirty feet over and up and down and all over the place, and they had to rewrite the scene. Because Zac Efron was the only person that could do it. Like, for, for all of his, like, muscle, The Rock couldn't do the Like, if you've seen Baywatch, you know what I'm talking. If you yeah. haven't seen Baywatch, just, like, look up the scene where Zac Efron's powering through this obstacle course. It's crazy. Well, like, you don't even need, necessarily, for Human Torch to be, like, a physical presence. But, but he, like, he but has he that... Is one. He, he is one, but he has that charisma. You know, like, I think Zac Efron could play the... Hot-headed, snarky. Yeah, hot-headed. You know, like... We're talking about the guy that's on fire, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you have no restraint. Um, I, I feel like Avron would be a really good choice, you know? Um, but yeah, and then I still really want... Be careful, because if you, like, flip that thing out, we're going to, like, oh. eat the table. <laughs> to be very careful, because I feel like you've already triggered it, the spring, and is, if you move a little bit too hard, you're going to... boom. Oh, I see. Okay. So we're going to have to, like, diffuse this bomb very slowly. <laughs> the, the microphone work? is picking up, the like, the springs moving. Did it work? I think it worked. But, yeah, I'm Whew. still... I still like the idea of uh, letting Fassbender play Doom. Okay, I need to look up a picture of Zac Efron Blonde. He will scream uh, Johnny Storm to you. I no one believe it. Blonde. Here we go. Say I've been to the year 3000. Yep. She's changed, but we live underwater. Yep. You see, Zac Efron, to me, had... A disadvantage to begin with because I grew up with Zac Efron as As Troy Troy Bolton. Bolton. And so I was like, if he's going to prove We don't have a personal connection to that at all. Yeah, we do. We don't have a personal connection to High School Musical. Jerry, stop. You're confusing the poor people. We have a very personal stake. (laughs) I I feel like I've talked about it on the air. Oh, no. I definitely talked about it with Girls with Sabres. About me being I don't think we talked about it on this show. No. How we, I sent you how that we, snap, right, of me with Michael Stanley when we were watching the Schmodown. Did I send that to you? I feel like you did, yeah. Hold yeah. on. Because I would, oh my god. Honestly, 
some of the funniest times. That was not even close to being my favorite show that we did in high school, but it was a lot of fun. It was a blast. Where is it? I never thought I would enjoy being on stage in high school musical as much as I did. <laughs> but we did. But we made the most of it. <laughs> In High School Musical 3, who is the actor that played Chad Danforth, Troy's best friend? Spencer Simpson! <laughs> I did see that. It was, uh, don't tell me, it was uh, Cor- Corbin Blue? Yep, Corbin Blue. What has he been doing recently? I feel... He's been doing, like... He, wasn't he in the Godspell Revival? Yeah, he like, was! Like, full freaking circle just now? Yeah, oh... Damn! I know. Okay, so... 10th grade Spencer was Jesus and Godspell, yes. the musical. 11th grade Spencer was Chad, Chad Danforth, Danforth in hey, High School Musical. In case you're wondering, we put Spencer in blackface. The No, we... The terror yes, in his... Yes, we did. <laughs> you bet your ass we did. <laughs> and I looked great. It was, it, was, I looked, it was like birth of a nation level... <laughs> Level makeup quality. Jared's losing his mind. This is birth of a nation! (laughs) Nothing says white people in blackface quite like birth of a nation. (sighs) A film (sighs) that cannot be given enough uh, critical acclaim, especially by President uh, Woodrow Wilson. Anyway. Yikes. Back to our full circle here. I was Jesus in Godspell 10th grade. 11th grade, I was Chad Danforth in High School Musical. Okay. Who did he play the in actor, The actor in the High School Musical movies for Chad Danforth was Corbin Blue, who later was Jesus in the revival of Godspell. That perfectly balanced. As, as all things should be. be. Right? Oh, man. That's hilarious. All right. All right, with that, I think we're going to wrap up. Okay. Spencer. We're getting very tangential. We're so off topic today. Spencer, which is, which is nice for, for the folks at home. That yeah. Are it was like, a late news week. There wasn't much to talk about. now for the next article, courtesy of the Insider. Something happened. He actually uh, directly replied to me in the Facebook group for the Shmoda. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, oh, this is full circle. Part of me wanted to be like, we read your articles all the time on my all podcast. The time. But I was like, that sounds I a little bit your, shilly. I love your work. I love your work. <laughs> Both as my fa- one of my favorite heels and as a writer. I'm going to name my son In Snyder. <laughs> In Snyder Bachman Stubbs? It can be his middle name. <laughs> my God. It'll be Spencer Joel In Snyder Bachman Stubbs. Go for the full Monty. Five names. I can't have my four be helped on. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's wanna. just like it's just like uh, Ultron said. You know, children designed to supplant us. <laughs> you know? like my family's name. It's just like get... Yoda said. We are, we are what they, they grow, grow beyond. beyond. <laughs> I've it's never like... seen. I've never heard somebody invoke both Ultron and Yoda in the same point. Honestly, though, Ultron is a G. He's oh. one of my favorite people to quote. First of all, now because... Allow me to explain my evil plan to you. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that. I guess I want to take this time to explain, explain my, my evil, evil plan. plan. <laughs> I don't know. On a somewhat side note, I like Ultron. 
mostly because he's just so dry. Because James Spader is amazing. <laughs> but I also like the fact that he's like the only person in the Marvel universe to acknowledge the potential existence of God and use that as part of his explanation. It's just fascinating to Oh, me. yeah. Ultron is always just a really interesting philosophical because basket. I know, right? He is a philosophical basket. Because I thought about this once. And this is somewhat comic book related, so we'll let it slide. But Ultron... We're talking about fucking high school musical know, at this point. True. It doesn't matter. Okay, but Ultron knows everything that humankind knows. He's got access to the net. He's got basically every pint of information... That has ever gone through a human brain and made its way into the digital. He's seen Mash. Uh, he has seen Mash. What? <laughs> what face. What I feel like most people at home think I laugh at my own jokes all the time and don't realize that I'm laughing at your face a lot of the time, or I'm laughing at like because I know when you take a beat, the face you're making if we're not in the same room. What? <laughs> I just I didn't even. Question it. You just repeated it to me. He's seen MASH. What? (laughs) What are you talking about? But anyway. That's how people like Hitler rise to power. They just sneak the right thing in at the right time. And then you can quote me on that. Yeah. You can quote it, and then it's all over. Because I said it, so obviously you can quote me. But. Ultron knows everything, okay? He has seen MASH. And yet he's continually alluding to the idea of God. And so part of me wonders if that's on purpose. You know, like, here's this th- here's this entity that knows everything there is to know about the human race and what it's experienced. And he's continually referring to God as if he exists. Now, he might think, I am God. I was about to say, I always interpreted that as Ultron having a God complex. I, I never. He I absolutely have... does have a God complex. But he uses the, like, I'm going to call it the Judeo-Christian God as yeah. the example. You know, he's like, you know, just when just when the dust starts to settle and the earth is ready, God throws a stone at it. And believe me, he's winding up. And of course, that's him being like, yeah, I'm God. And believe me, I'm winding up, right? But the number of times... But, damn it, I'm just as bad as you. I think that there's an element of, like, reference, like, beyond addressing himself, though. Like, there's a weird double meaning to that where you can't tell if Ultron's referring to himself or legitimately saying, here are all the times that, like, Earth has felt the wrath of God. Yeah. Because both reads are are valuable in that situation. But right. no, you're absolutely right. And that's why Ultron is probably always, one of my favorite villains. I always he might be my favorite. Uh, I might I might even give my favorite to him over Thanos. I don't know. I, as calculating and as meticulous as Thanos is in the nature of his destruction, Ultron is so much more complex, I would argue, in the nature of his being. Yes. Than Thanos, which makes him so much more interesting to me. Like, I would, I think I, I would much rather, don't get me wrong, I would want all three meals with both of them. Yeah. In one day, but I think I would much rather have lunch with Ultron than with Thanos. Again, don't get me wrong, I'd still rather, I, I'd, in the ideal world, I've had bread, I'd have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with both of them separately. <laughs> But if I had to pick one... I think one, you're braver than most for wanting to be anywhere near either of them. 
I'll try anything once. I, <laughs> almost anything. I should I'll say. have brunch with a fucking murder bot anytime. Uh, I mean, I'll try it. As long as he doesn't murder me during the lunch, he can murder me on my way out, I guess. <laughs> if, if, if there's a loophole there. No no red wedding? No red wedding. Ugh. All right. That was wild. Spencer, where can the lovely people at home find you? They can find me at Spence Man Cosplays on Instagram. Check it out. By the time this video drops, I will have posted a couple pictures, even though it's not an official cosplay. It's the um, fourth time you've said video. Is it? You've said video every time you've gone to say podcast. Okay. This week's like and subscribe is going to be like and subscribe for Jared and Spencer to do a combination video and audio podcast for next time. Because apparently it's in my head. Yeah, your subconscious is telling you this should be filmed. We have a couch now. We do have a couch. Yeah, we officially transitioned from the sitting across the table from each other in uncomfortable chairs to scooching the table as close to the couch as we possibly can. And then scooching the mic as close to us on the table as we possibly can, and now we're on the couch. Yeah, we get to cuddle while we podcast. We have not cuddled a single time this entire episode. Just say this entire the, episode. You, the, you say, don't, the, don't you tell that lie. The, don't the, you tell that fucking lie. Let the record reflect <laughs> that we have not cuddled once this episode. <laughs> this episode, the qualifier is very important. Yes, because we cuddle, we, we cuddle often. We, 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 we cuddle often. <laughs> Okay, fine. We cuddle off it. <laughs> um, do you have a Twitter? No. Are you going to get one? <laughs> no. Well, why not? For, for the same reason I wouldn't last week. I don't want to. You should. Yeah. Well. Nice the, try. The, well, the lovely people listening, they can find me on Twitter and blah, Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. At uh, DarkJedi2552. Twitter. Blah, blah. You can also I'm gonna fucking kill you (laughs) You can also find our cosplay group New Regime Cosplay on Instagram And be sure to like and follow Dubak Discussion On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook Uh, And be sure to listen to the other Currently Two shows in the network Uh, Gore and More, which is a horror movie club podcast With lots of really Pardon my hiccups. With a lot of really cool interviews uh, with TJ and different people in the horror community and Dubak Discussion Podcast, which is a Star Wars show which has recently had a changing of the guard. If you guys haven't heard on Dubak quite yet, uh, TJ has stepped down as the host. I am now hosting Dubak Discussion as well. I will be joined by Connor Chikiti most of the time. A mutual friend of Spencer and myself, uh, Michael Dolan, who I've talked about on the show. And Spencer will be joining us on Dubak from time to time when he's able to. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna set a precedent or a regular, you know, a regular schedule because I don't want you guys to be offended if I don't show up when you think I should be there. But I'll be around. He'll be around and it'll be a great time. Uh, but yeah, look forward in the next couple weeks to our review of fucking Dark Phoenix. Oh, um, Which will probably I, I happen. Like, we're, we're probably going to see it and just come right come over right and record. Back. Honestly, that's the best way to do it. and Get yeah. all the, the garbage that's out That's how of you did system. it for Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. I honestly don't love to do that because I like to think 
for like an hour after I watch a movie before I tell somebody we what can I think get of it. it takes a, I know it takes time to digest. <laughs> you can always just grab a bite in between, talk it over, just take notes. Not necessarily, yeah, just record initial thoughts. But yeah, we could do it right out or thereabouts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all the stuff you got to look forward to. Be sure to listen to the other shows. Check out our Tee Public. Uh, follow the link on dobackdiscussion.net where you can find other news, articles, and reviews. Uh, Spencer, any closing thoughts? I don't know what in the world we're going to call this episode. We talked about so much stuff that makes no sense. Jessica Jones, uh, Swamp something. Thing. Dark Phoenix ending reshoots and a bunch of BS. I like it. And BS does not stand for Bachman Stubbs. Yes, it does. Um, In my book, BS equals Bachman Stubbs. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tune in next time at the same bat time at the same bat channel. And we love you guys 3000.
darkness blind us Carry on, we'll be the ones That pull the stars down to us Stay strong, keep moving Can't let the darkness blind us Carry on, we'll be the ones That pull the stars down to us